0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Awesome People. What a pleasure to have you on this Saturday evening during quarantine. I hope wherever you are watching from, you're healthy and that you're uh, projecting a lot of love and positivity to those around you because everybody needs it nowadays. And uh, I'm just really excited to uh, spend an hour with all of you and my special guest tonight. And I have to be very honest, the guests that I have tonight, I've never had uh, the pleasure of uh, meeting in person. Um, so far, all the episodes that I've done on Awesome People, it's been with people that I've known. But, uh, you know, Nima kind of struck me as an awesome person in the past year as I saw him doing some, you know, really hilarious skits uh, on, on Instagram and social media. He's originally from Toronto, Canada. And um, I was really planning on having him uh, on a future episode of Awesome People anyways. But what fast-tracked having him on Awesome People so soon was last week he put up a very authentic, vulnerable, personal um, Instagram post that I was like, you know what, the time to have him is actually right now more than ever before. And instead of talking too much about the whole video, I'd rather just play the video. And then after this video, we're going to introduce you to Nima Nas from Toronto, Canada. And I do want to preface that there is some... Uh, foul language being used over here. This is, uh, you know, fun comedy. But if you have anybody that's, uh, under the age of, I don't know, whatever it is in the country that you're in, but maybe hold their ears. But overall, he's a great kid. And I want to make sure that, uh, everybody gets to know him because the message that he has in this video is extremely important. It's extremely powerful. It's extremely necessary nowadays. And I can't wait to talk to him more about it. Check out the video. We're back with Nima from Toronto, Canada, stupid. Mm. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Hey everyone, it's me, Nima. I know you're like, hey man, where the fuck have you been? I understand. I was posting every day and all of a sudden, nothing for a month. I get it. It's a little concerning. Uh, I've seen a lot of your messages asking me about my whereabouts, my well-being. And I honestly appreciate that a lot. Like I was surprised to see how many people actually reached out. Some of you thought I was dead. Some of you thought I got hit with coronavirus. Some of you thought I just went ghost cause I fucking hate my audience, which is so dumb. Uh, some of you were like, hey man, um, you're just gonna give up? Hey, eat a dick. But no, I didn't do any of those things. I'm here, I'm alive, I'm safe, okay? I look like a Frenchman. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm feeling it, okay? I, 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 I can't get a haircut, obviously, cause of the quarantine. All right, shout out to my barber, Danny Ishak, for not cutting my hair during this time. Thanks a lot, man. All right, I have nothing, I have no choice but to grow this shit out, okay? Now I look like a French sailor, but I don't mind, okay? It's a new hairstyle, whatever, I'm feeling it. I'll tell you what I did, okay? I took a break, that's all I did. I needed a break from social media, so I took an entire month off. I needed it for my own sanity, man, because was, it was getting a little too overwhelming. And I'm only human, man. Like I, I needed to take a step back and just work on myself rather than go 95% career mode and 5% everything else in my personal life, all right? It was not a good balance and I was eventually gonna crash, okay? Cause I was getting overwhelmed with content and everything else I, I had to deal with in my life. And I was just going too fast on no gas. And it was essential, man, because I realized I don't do anything to take care of myself in my, in my personal life. I needed to just start working on a lot of things. I was not doing well. In, any aspect of my life other than my career, I guess, if you want to, if you want to say that. But I, I just, I wasn't taking care of myself mentally, physically, my relationships, my family, and I needed to just like focus on those for a bit before I came back full force with my content and just my career in general. All I was thinking about for so long was my career, like 95% career mode this entire time. And I wasn't taking care of my mental health, my physical health, my relationships, everything. It was not gonna be sustainable long-term. And so I pretty much just like buckled down and started like taking care of myself for real, for the first time in my life. I got a journal, I got a daily planner, started scheduling everything I need to do, started writing shit down. I started making my bed in the morning. I developed better effective habits, like a morning routine and a night routine. Started walking every single day for at least one hour just to get some physical activity in there. And then slowly started adding more vigorous activity to it. I started eating better, eating cleaner, did research on what I need to do in order to develop better eating habits. Started intermittent fasting, tracking that on an app called 0 I'm not sponsored, but it's a very great app. Tracks your intermittent fast for each day. I started working on fixing my sleep, which is super important. And people underestimate all the time how important sleep is to the rest of your health, mentally and physically, okay? Without good sleep, your whole day is fucked. And that's how my life has been this entire time. And I started actually getting better at sleeping. And all those things came together, I started writing down more shit, journaling, and yeah, man, I'm I'm a better person today than I was a month ago, and I'm ready to go now. Now my mind is clear, my body's healthy, I have a fucking way clearer vision, for my content and for my career. I did just that, I'm still working on it. Obviously now it's a part of my life, it's a lifestyle. If you don't have one, you're not gonna have the other, okay? You need to find a balance for yourself, whatever it is, and things will just be so much easier in your life. It all links together and it all makes one another better by working on them every single day, day in and out. I just want the best for everyone, that's it. And I can't stress enough how much better I feel. I feel healthier just overall, my my mental, my mindset is, 100 right now my my physical health has never been better um my diet has never been better my sleep has never been better i just feel energized man like everything is just like i'm fucking leveling up right now i'm just ready to come back so stay tuned because you're gonna get bombarded with content whether you like it or not the people who are here still watching me, still following me. I appreciate you the most, you're the real one. And I hope you don't go because man, you're gonna miss out if you do, cause there's gonna be crazy content coming. So
2: thank you so much for watching if you're still watching this and uh, stay tuned. Say hello to the French guy. Uh, I am coming back for more content for you and your head top. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, Nibana is coming back to social media tomorrow. Stay tuned. <sighs> I'm going to take over the
1: game. I'm going to take over. You don't even understand what's going to happen.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to awesome people. Hopefully uh, you didn't just enjoy that video, but that it resonated with you. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. My guest this evening is a very talented up and coming, uh, comedian Nima Nas from Toronto. What's up Nima?
1: Hey, what's up? How's it going?
0: Great man, appreciate you making time. Uh, what a wonderful date to have on a Saturday night. <laughs>
1: I know, right? Yeah, or as you said, Sunday night. Two, two, oh, yeah, two, Sunday two night. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: I will lose track. But we're losing track. O-
1: we're losing track.
0: <laughs> probably only during quarantine would you be spending your Saturday evening with me. So I hey, appreciate man. it. Man. <laughs> it is what
1: it is. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take it.
0: So um, you know, obviously, I kind of I kind of started with some with some heaviness in the video. Um, I, I I actually want to just kind of first start about you and then we're going to talk about the video, but I really wanted everyone who doesn't know you yet to really get a feel for where you are in your life right now. And so that was a great video that will hopefully give, paint, paint a nice picture for people. Um, and so, but first of all, you, you, you were born and raised in Toronto, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, whole- Scarborough, Scarborough to be specific. Um, and I was the first person in my entire family to be born in Canada, which is cool. Oh, okay. Everyone else is from Iran, yeah. so. Um, first-generation Canadian.
0: Have you gone back since you were born?
1: No, I've never, I've never been back. I've never been to Iran, no. Um, I mean, actually I did when I was one, but I don't I don't remember shit at all. Um, yeah,
0: that one doesn't count. Doesn't count,
1: it doesn't count. And I'm pissed, because I'm like, man, like, the one place I want to visit on this earth, I can't. And it's my own yeah. culture. Um, which is, so... Just,
0: that is unfortunate. Well, ho- yeah. hopefully the day will come for people like you and other artists That can freely go there without any concerns. Exactly, that's the worst part of it. Like you want to go bahiyele rahat, as they say. Yeah, Um, exactly. But 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 you speak you speak fluent Persian too. I feel like I've seen you speak enough, right?
1: Um, I wouldn't say fluent, but (laughs) I can. If anything, uh, at the very least, I understand it. Pretty much, yeah. like a hundred percent, fully. But when I speak it, it's very broken. It's Finglish. It's like Farsi and English together. Yeah. Um, it's mixed. It's all. It's all mixed, jumbled into one. But like for the most part, I can get a sentence out if I if I need to. Yeah. Um, it'll be very just basic, vague words. But I can get my point across if I need to. Yeah, I'll
0: Just enough to understand your mom cursing you out or calling 100%. you out and certain stuff in Farsi. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, first of all, let me just kind of say that I'm I'm really proud of you, man. Like, you know, you were already on my list of people that I really enjoyed, you know, watching on social media, a lot of creative stuff, a lot of original content. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's very, like, repetitive when it comes to Persian comedy or Persian-centric or Middle Eastern. And, you know, I like the fact that, you know, you push the envelope and you switch it up and you get some originality. So kudos to you for not just, you know, following the gravy train and just kind of doing your own thing. And then especially, man, I'm proud of you for... Um, the video that, you know, you put out, uh, you know, we, we live in such a, um, such a crazy world, especially now during Corona, but even before this, where mental health was finally getting out there in the world, as far as like, you know, being able to talk about it, but you have just spent the last year amassing a huge following on Instagram. And all of a sudden you took off a whole month and then you come back and you were so honest and you were so vulnerable. Um, did you put a lot of thought into that video and like wanting to make a profound impact or were you like, I just want to come out and tell people what the fuck I was doing for a month. Like, you know, first, what was the, uh, not strategy, but like what were you thinking when you decided yeah. to post it and ha- wh- what has the reaction been to the post?
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the thought process was, um, uh, I, before, before I took the break, I had a big, a couple of big chats with my brother actually cause I have an older brother and mm-hmm. um he he's been helping me a lot through just my process of doing comedy all these years and just in life in general he's like he's my role model so I listen to everything he says and uh, he's helped me a lot and he pretty much told me that cuz he called me out on it because I was I was blind to it and he realized I was running on like no engine just like trying to go fast with with no gas in the tank right and it was not going to be sustainable going long term so He pretty much told me, hey, man, you just need to take a break for like a couple weeks, like reconvene, get your shit together, figure out what you need to do long term and then go back into making content. And so I took the break and I was going into it thinking, oh, I only need a week off. I took a week off and I realized so much shit about myself, about like things that I I, I was so weak in, just like a lot of things I needed to work on. And I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to. I'm good with just one week. I need, I need more time. So I just went with fuck it. I'm going to take a whole month off because at this point there's no point in me like coming back to social media if I and still not
0: be not have a full gas tank.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I I'm still nowhere near where I want to be and in my personal life. And so it, it goes both ways. Like it, it, they all connect to each other. Like I, I can't just like work towards one thing and then leave the other one alone. It's not going to work. There's no balance. Right. I had no balance. I, I had no idea where I was going. I was just like just veering off into space. I had no, I had no control of my life and uh, I needed to just like step back and like look at what I need to work on. And I actually got the opportunity to do that, which was great for me. And I learned a lot about myself, um, fixed a lot of things in my life um, from daily activities to just, you know, um, mental health, physical health, everything. And mm-hmm. It was the most beneficial thing I've ever done for myself, and I'm just glad I got to do it. So,
0: so I have a, I have a question. Like, did you did you hit a wall? And like, do you mind getting into like, what what were you feeling? Because my, my my whole goal with these conversations, especially with yours, is how can we help somebody else that you know before they hit the wall that you did, or before you kind of lost it, not even knowing. What are the warning signs? Like if you had to look out for somebody right now and be like, man, you know what? Don't get to this point that I got. Yeah. What, what happened? What happened exactly?
1: Yeah. Uh, I was I was too much in the loop of like, oh, okay. Um, I, 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 got, I was like almost waking up in a panic every day thinking, oh shit, I have to post today. I have to post today. If I don't post today, I'm gonna lose followers. I'm gonna lose this. I'm gonna like, uh, people are gonna stop liking my shit. They're gonna stop supporting if I don't post today. So stressing too, too much about, thinking too much about my content every single day and not even preparing for it, I was just kind of like half-assing some of them sometimes, and like mm. just posting just to post, not because I wanted to post or I thought it was like the best quality I could make. I just thought, oh shit, time is almost coming. It's two p.m. on a fucking Wednesday. I, 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 it's time to post. I gotta, I gotta get something out because my audience is like waiting. They're waiting yeah. for as Um, they're 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 on their knees begging for me to post the video. Right, that's my thought process. Right. And obviously, it's it's delusional, and it's not like that at all. And I realized, okay, like no one actually cares that much. Like they're not like, if you miss a day, no one's gonna even notice. You know what I mean? Like maybe a few, but that's not the whole point, right? The whole point is right. that like you're comfortable with what you're posting and when you want to post it, and like you you have to be happy with what you're doing. I was I was losing the track of like why I was doing this, and just posting because I was addicted to the fire. I was addicted to the fuel of like getting the validation the likes the shares and shit and the feedback from strangers. I don't even know. And I just like, look, looked at it from the outside and I was like, what the hell am I doing here? And this is not going to work going forward in the future. I'm going to run out of like the tank is going to be like out the window in however much time. Right. So, uh, I'm just happy. I got to like step back finally before I got too late and just kind of reset and fix my thought process going forward.
0: What What was the biggest, um, first of all, would you say that you got kind of caught up with the hype of like all these followers Like you were like, it kind of got to you. And that's why you, was it? Was there like a, an aura of arrogance that you're like, wait a second, uh, maybe I to just kind of get back to get grounded. Or was it like the stress of being a workaholic or was it both?
1: Yeah, it was definitely both, man. Because like my whole life I went pretty much, I've never had this intention, attention before in my life. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was all new to me. And all of a sudden, I'm getting all this attention from every walk of life, like from girls, guys, whoever. Like, like People are showing me love left and right and center. And, and I just didn't know what to do with it. I was getting overwhelming at some point recently, yeah. up until recently. And I just I kind of like just was so – I had tunnel vision. Like I wasn't even like focused on my craft anymore. I was just like – my thought process was, oh, I'm gonna, I can't wait to post now, so I can get uh, people's feedback and like, because I know people are gonna love this and they're gonna be like, ha ha ha, ha laughing emoji, laugh my ass off, all this DMs, all this, all these comments, and that was not the purpose of why I was doing this in the first place, right? Because in the first place, why I started doing this is because I love making videos and I like making people, making myself laugh, and ultimately do what I'm happy doing, which is creating content and. Uh, I kind of just lost track of that, and then it became an addiction.
0: So it, so, it looks—it looks like you, like the joy was gone, and it was becoming a chore.
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely a chore. Yeah, and I—I—I I, told—I kept telling myself, "Oh, I'm having fun and all this stuff," but then like I wasn't really happy. I was like kind of like, um, "Okay, well." It be, almost became—I was—I almost became numb to the, hmm. to the process. It was a cycle. It was just a cycle yeah. of me posting. I have to post. Get get some feet get some validation, some likes, some comments. haha, ah, ha, Great. Oh, girls are talking to me. Oh, great. Uh, and then okay, back to back back to back to the same shit tomorrow. Let's do it. I wasn't like thinking about my actual craft. I wasn't like working on it. I was just like right. coming up with shit on the spot because people liked it or like oh, I thought people would like this type of content. I just kind of did it for other people, not for myself. And that's yeah. the biggest problem right there. That's so the number a, one.
0: Like straight a straight up addiction, like a drug. I yeah, mean, definitely. Much yeah, for uh, sure. Add. So yeah. so was it um. Was it hard for you to like withdraw, like, or did you like shut off completely? Did you like not even log on, or you just weren't posting? How did you? How did you just spend a month?
1: Oh man, honestly, um, I was surprised because uh, the first day I kind of like, because I before I actually took the time off and I just completely went ghost, I dropped eleven videos in one day because it was all the videos I had in my backlog. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start new. I'm gonna start fresh. Cleanse. I dropped eleven videos I had remaining in my in my on my, on my computer all at once. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck! It, I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like. I just. I can't. I can't think about this anymore. I have to just like put it out and then start fresh, start new later." Um, the next day, I literally, I started actually like working on myself, writing shit down, planning stuff, planning my day, and knowing I'm actually taking time off and like I don't have to worry about social media. I actually wasn't even thinking about it. After the first couple of days, I literally did not cross my mind to check my phone at all. I was like, "What the hell? This is so weird." I thought I'd be like more like you know like panicking. kind of like panicking like you know like fucking itching like I'm like it's cocaine. You know what I mean like, like a crack I, at it. Yeah. like a cracker yeah like uh, and I actually didn't have any withdrawals honestly like I didn't think about it didn't I didn't think about it once honestly like and after the first week especially I was like man I'm having such a good time just like working on my personal life and like developing better habits you know um, de- developing a better relationship with my family and I just kind of was in the moment more and I found myself to be more happy again and just more myself
0: what what would you say was the one thing that you missed the most while you were going 180 or kilometers per hour <laughs> I'd say <laughs> like what's what's when you, when you came back and took this one month you're like man I freaking missed this what was the thing that you missed the most
1: uh honestly yeah just like Posting my videos that I think that are, are funny. Mm. I, I just I, I always genuinely loved Making the actual videos yeah. That's what I missed the most because I stopped doing that for a whole month I didn't make any videos like I just like completely stopped everything in my career side of my life and That was the thing I definitely missed the most was actually doing the act of making the videos. Yeah
0: What's what's like the recommendation that you have for somebody else who's literally one year behind you? I mean with social media they're, everybody's starting at somewhere and they're, they're trying to go up the industry and whatever it is. So if you know somebody that's a year behind for where you were a year ago, what recommendation would you give them? How would you think they should handle this whole thing?
1: So first things first, you have to plan, you have to organize your whole life because that's the, the, honestly the, the best thing I've ever discovered or best thing that's helped me now more than ever is writing shit down having a plan, having a schedule for your days going forward. And more than anything before that is having your personal life put together first, before you worry about your career. Because without that, you, you can't strive further in your career. Like you you can't like wake up at like random times every morning or afternoon, like sleep until two, um, just eat, eat at random times, sleep whenever you want and then Just kind of like do something whenever you feel like it. Like that's you're never gonna make it. You're never gonna make it doing that. No, no great, has ever made it by doing that
0: without structure. Without
1: structure, you have to have structure more than anything. You have to have your shit properly like put together. Like have those habits. You have to have a proper morning routine, a night routine. Your sleep has to be ultimately, ultimately the best part of your whole existence because without good sleep, you don't have any energy and you can't think properly, and it's just gonna like determine the rest of your day so developing effective habits throughout your life is first and then structuring your days and don't think you have to just post because you have to post and oh everyone everyone's posting daily oh I have to, I have to go hard it's the grind you know what I mean like I gotta like fucking post 17 videos a day like no it's not like that like do it if it makes you happy and more than anything consistency is the key
0: mm-hmm.
1: Without consistency, then there's no point because if you're just random, once again, like there's no flow. Like you you don't you and you don't have like an end you don't have like a like a vision. Right? right? But if you're consistent, you're like oh, okay, um every
2: Tuesday at two PM
1: I'm posting this, by the end of the year there's gonna be fifty two of them, right? Yeah. But if you just like randomly like, oh whatever I post here or like this time, this day, you don't really know where you're going. And you have to know why you're doing it, and that's when you'll know.
0: Uh, what was the reaction that you got from uh, your followers and your fans? Like how, how did that feel?
1: When I came back?
0: Yeah, the response that you got from that video.
1: Oh man, it was great. It was honestly like, I was so, not surprised, but I was kind of just like overwhelmed, and, and overwhelmed in a good way. Like I was kind of, uh, I was, it made me really happy. It made me really happy that, you know, obviously all of these people understand where I'm coming from. And you'd be surprised, man. People are more compassionate than you think, yeah. and and you have to trust that. And like, I, I, it really made me realize even more. Like, it really like hammered at home that like people are are not even like they didn't get phased at all. Really, like that I left yeah. for a month, like. Uh, yeah, I I got a lot of messages like throughout the whole month. of like, yo, where's Nima on my comments? My, my brother was telling me too because he has access to my account. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, yo, man, like every day people are messaging, yo, man, are you okay? Do you have coronavirus? Do you have this? Yo, what happened, man? Are you okay? Are you dead? You know what I mean? And so um, obviously there's people like that. But then like at the end of the day when I came out with that video, people were like, oh, okay. And like, yeah, like it's obvious. Like it makes sense. Like good for you. You know what I mean? So uh, I was pretty just, I was happy. I was very happy with the response I got and um, I'm just blessed. I'm grateful to have the support I have um, this early in my career, at least. How,
0: how, how, how happy was your mom?
1: That I came back?
0: That no, they yeah. took a break for the first of all, that oh, you took care, that, yeah, yeah, that you
1: said you took care of yourself. Oh. I mean,
0: you know, she seems to be your number one fan I, that's the <laughs> feeling that I get, you know?
1: Yeah, she's, she, she's great. And like, uh, it was funny because, um, as soon as I start taking a break, she's like, "Okay, no, no." She's like, "Now go, go clean the the bathroom. Go clean the floor. Um, uh, start doing like housework, like one by like one by one." She's like finally, you you know, Instagram Instagram to get you. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> get 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 on your ass. Get off your ass. Start moving. Um, she, was, she was happy cuz she's like oh finally this guy's doing something in the house instead of just yelling into his phone every 2 minutes like doing accents. I'm like all right yeah chill. But no, uh, she she's obviously like very supportive of like what I'm doing like with so, um, just my career but more so with what I did to to like to take a break and everything. She's like yeah it was obvious like you're stressing too much, you're always on, like you know, high anxiety, you're always like on your toes and you're always like worrying about the videos all 24/7. Like, take a break you know what I mean so
0: yeah um, mom, moms can definitely detect those kind of things you know so yeah, they, they, yeah they know when you're when you're stressing out uh, gro- sure. growing up were, were you the jokester of the of the whole family from the beginning oh
1: yeah for sure yeah definitely I mean it's funny because the very first time I remember I remember vividly what happened that I realized I was the funny guy now in the family or within my friends is like uh, I was like maybe eight or nine and i was in a drive-through with my mom at tim hortons and i was in the back seat and then she uh she goes up to the intercom and then the person's like uh, hi welcome to warren's how may i help you and then my mom's like uh
2: hello hi um uh so um can i can i order the uh one bagel with um um cheese uh and do you have sesame seeds and like she's
1: just like taking so long ordering like with the heaviest accent and then she's like uh, actually, uh, Nima, like yelling in the back, like Nima, what do you want, right? And I'm like, oh, uh, just give me a chocolate milk and um, uh, chocolate chip cookie. She's like, okay, and 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 one large milk chocolate. And then the person's <laughs> like, milk chocolate? What's that? I'm like, no, mom, chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she's like, eh, show Nima. And then she's like, one milk chocolate uh, with the cookie. And then so we. <laughs> and then at the, at the end, she's like, oh, by the way, and also, can I have the strawberry? And the person's like strawberry. Yeah, it's strawberry for the the milk. And she's like, oh straw. And then she, I was like, mom, <laughs> it's not strawberry. It's a straw. <laughs> so that how that whole thing happened that day. And then the next like mehmoni we had the family gathering we had with all their friends and everything. Yeah. Um, that was the first time everything I just explained to you how I said it was how I said it to all their friends at the mehmoni. Oh, and then like because wow. uh, my mom, uh, I told my dad when I got home that night, and then he's he told. Everyone like, hey guys, uh, Nima has a story about what happened with his mom. And I was like, oh, at first I was like, no, like I'm shy. And then, but then she's like, come on, come on, do it. So I literally got up, like I was stand up. I got in front of everybody and they're all staring at me. <laughs> this fucking 50-year-old Persian man just with their <laughs> mustaches, just like ready to judge, just like, you know what I mean? And the mom's just like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? And uh, I just like said the, said the story exactly how I did it right now with you and they're dying of laughter like literally like on the floor. And ever <laughs> since that moment, I was that guy to like keep telling these stories in the family and like amongst my friends. Uh, and yeah, I had a great time doing it. I didn't feel shy at all after that.
0: So your, your professional career started eight, at eight years of age at your at your house family gathering.
1: Pretty much. I was always like I, like a bozzy like goosh, like, like a goof. And, and like yeah. just as a kid too, I, I was just like, started. I was like, always like yelling and shit and just like, making noises but yeah that was the the moment when i i felt that like funny bone in me yeah
0: i love it man well so now that you talked about elderly and parents uh you made one video for persian dads during quarantine i feel like this is a very suitable time for us to show show another video of yours and ladies and gentlemen this is persian dad during quarantine i hope all persians will enjoy it and relate to it let's go Yeah.
1: yeah
2: نیست آجیل نداری ماست کو نیما به مامان رو زنی میزن بگو چیپس بیاره پرتگال ندارید چیپس نخریدی شام که ها این کورونا مولان هم باید شد دیگه ورزش هم نمیتونم بکنم سه هفته از جیم نرفتم اصلا. آ سلام سلام ماخریم. آجیل نخریدی؟ نیما، بین خونه رو تمیز کن، من کثیفه. چای ندارین؟ چرا در اینو نبستین؟ اکسپایر بشه. تا میت‌تاک دیگه چه؟ برو کتاب بخون. ش سر بزار من سر زدا نکن اه. نیما چین داره یخچال باز گزارشت اگه شما پول برق میدید نیما خب من یه چردی میزنم زنم سر صدا نکنین نه نما آبجو نداریم بیا این سینک چقدر ککیف یه چای برم نیما برو چمره رو بزن سلام like... اصلا نمیخوام تو بکنید خودم میکنم <خش> مگه ما آدم نیستیم <خش> آه چه خرمت آره ترامپ مسخرست است. آره راستی فرهاد میدونیستی این جلد دوم این کتاب هم آمده بیرون ها؟ حالا چرا از ما بدبخت ها میگیرن؟ از اون بانک ها بگیرن که پولدار پول دار شدن؟ <متحدث> میبه نداریم این ترامپ چیز مستقره است واقعا آدم حالش بد میشه نیما چیه برو این دشوه رو تمیز کن خیلی کسیب شده با اجازه سه و دو اه.
0: We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with comedian, funny man Nima Nazari from Toronto, Canada. Um, so now that we have, we had a little video about Persian dads in quarantine, um, you know, how, how are your parents like? How's your parents' reaction been to, you know, you essentially making fun of not just them? It's it's you know, it's a whole generation. Like, how, are, I guess I guess they're okay with it. They're receptive towards. They're cool with it.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I I those, those are the type of videos I I started off making actually when I started doing comedy or getting into comedy was. Something that was closest to my heart, which is my family, which is my mom, my dad, whatever, right? So, the very first video I ever posted actually was called "Persian Parents versus White Parents,"
2: I saw a comparison that, yeah. of
1: the two. That's like OG that. video from like five, six years ago, almost. Yeah. Um, and actually got a lot of views, but like, I look back on it now, I'm like, oh my god, that's so cringe. What the hell was I doing? <laughs> but the the, the 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 content of it was actually good, and like, obviously, it's still how I feel. Like, it's the same sense of humor I have. And at the very beginning, um, they were less supportive there than they are now because at first, you know, Persian parents, like, they, they're typically Middle Eastern parents are kind of like strict, hardcore, like, yo, yo, what is this clown shit? You know what I mean? Like, go do your homework. Like, go work on math. Um, I'm over here fucking like, hey, what's up everybody? You know what I mean? Like, like, what are you doing, you know what I mean? Like, put your hair down, stop wearing wigs and go do your homework. So, um, but like, as soon as they saw that I was getting a little bit of traction and like I'm actually funny, people are laughing, like, you know, people's days are getting brightened up, um, getting good comments, good feedback from people, just from their families, everyone who's watching my videos at first, um, they kind of realized, oh, okay, well, like, yeah, no, these are actually pretty entertaining. And then now, fast forward to this year, fucking banging out videos and like getting all this traction, they're fully behind me 100% because they see this the, the, the hustle, the grind, and like, my talent obviously like the potential I have to get better and they, they love it man they enjoy every single video they share it they like it they share it with their families in, uh, in Iran like you know they they're super supportive now which I'm very lucky to have uh, especially sure. my, especially my mom because it's funny because the videos I do with my mom um, people think oh because people love my mom I mean she's a, she's, a, she's our own celebrity yeah um, but the funny part is every time I want to film with her she's like nah but I don't film again I'm like don't film me right like she doesn't want to be on camera, but then as soon as we film and then I post it and then she sees a thousand comments about her, she reads every <laughs> single one. Oh, you know, look what he said, look what she said. Oh, uh, Nima, Nima, look, Nima, Nima. Like she gets so excited afterwards. I'm like, see, I, I knew you liked it, right? Yeah. She always says, no, no, Nima, no. I'm like, I'm shy, but then like. Well, well, please
0: make sure that she doesn't go down your path, you know, where she, <laughs> where she crashes. You no,
1: know? no, <laughs> no, 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 I can't, yeah. Seriously, I was thinking <laughs> you, of starting starting her own channel too.
0: You you should actually, but you know, yeah. learn from what you you know. Did yeah, and, and, and tell her tell her to slow her roll, you know. Yeah, definitely. Don't, she's don't get a get chill, the fame, bro. Don't get no, the frame no, no, no. to get
1: into her head. Nah, she's gonna take over. She's gonna take over the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, but. Uh,
0: it's it's uh, you know we've had so many conversations with Amir Kay and Tehran and and Maz, you know, and this whole there's been this whole underlining thing about you know how difficult it is for Iranians to be able to go into this field of comedy. And it's so important to have the support of your family for something like yeah. this, you know, especially yeah. as a, as a Middle Eastern conservative Persian, all that good stuff. So, uh, God bless your parents for being so supportive and that's great that you have a older brother. That's a great uh, role model. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, to have a strong nucleus is a, is a, is a blessing, you know, so it is 100%. Um, th- that's amazing. So, um, when you were growing up and you've, you've slowly but surely saw yourself, Performing, I'm sure you started watching videos of other people. Who is your Michael Jordan of comedy? Who Who are the people you looked up to growing up?
1: Um, well, first I I'd like to start off and say, uh, Kobe Bryant's my favorite player. Rest in peace, uh, rest Mamba. In peace, man, for sure. um, yeah. yeah, he's the goat man. I love that guy. He's He's actually yeah. one of my biggest inspiration in life uh, oh, wow. to just be the best at my own craft, which is shows you the the levels of um, inspiration that he he provided for the world, right? Now. Yeah. Um, yeah but in the comedy world i i grew up watching and loving russell peters obviously hometown too you know toronto yeah yeah um and then because that's actually where i found my love of doing accents and making fun of people impressions is watching russell peters do all these accents i was like what the hell that's so cool mm-hmm. like if you can do it i i want to try and then <laughs> i i always watched it with my dad and every time we'd watch like a show or whatever uh someone had an accent i'd mimic it right away and then my dad would laugh and i was like oh this is cool. My dad's laughing at something I just did when usually he's like strict, like, what are you like go read, go, go read, go write. But then this one little moment, he would laugh when I did an accent. And I was like, fuck, this is awesome. This is such a good adrenaline rush for me. Right. So I just, from then on, I started just practicing accents and like learning those. But um, he was my initial inspiration. And then I got into the, the Persians uh, a little bit. Max Amini was the first one I saw uh, on that factory, his uh, tomato juice. Mm-hmm. but which was amazing um, obviously and then after that I found <laughs> Mazrebrani Omid Jalili Omid Jalili super funny
0: he's OG yeah
1: OG and then um best of all man Amir K honestly I love Amir K I still do like he, he's no one's made me laugh as much as that guy has and uh I'm just so like it's crazy to think that 5 years ago there like I, I wouldn't know I, I I couldn't think that he would sh- like talk about me You know what I mean? Like, on a podcast. Your podcast, obviously, right? Like, it's just, um, so it's crazy how it all comes together. But, yeah, Amir K is definitely one of my favorites. And then, like, I don't know, Andrew Schultz, he's great. Chris D'Elia is one of my favorites. Kevin Hart, as much as people hate on him, like, that guy's one of the best. So, Uh, in my opinion. so. Yeah, those guys for sure. Well,
0: well I mean, he, he he he's one of those comedians that have turned it into like an empire. Like, if an turned empire. It, he, yeah. tur- he turned comedy into a business, you know, like,
1: yeah, and, smart. And,
0: and when you're when you're yeah, I mean, like you when you're a comedian and that's what you are, you're you're a one person business. But then if you play your cards right and you have the following, you put together the right people and you make it a, a, an empire. And he, I mean, he's his goal is to make a billion dollars. And I have no doubt that he'll
1: get there. I mean, 100 percent, 100 percent, he's guy's making a, eight movies a week. Yeah. like it's insane <laughs> who else uh, is even on that level no one no one who
0: who would you pay a thousand dollars to dead or alive to go see a comedy set front row
1: Oh man oh that's that's crazy that's and hard even but, got,
0: and we haven't even gone to rapid fire yet that was just i like, know right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously you're just dropping a bomb on me right now right? <laughs> jesus christ fire. yeah no but no, um no, I'd, no, have sure. say, yeah, no, I'd have to say yeah i'd have to say Man, I love, I love Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. And front row, 100%. Dave Chappelle or honestly, George Carlin, man. George Carlin is an OG as well. Like classic, amazing comic. And yeah, one of those guys for sure. Well,
0: respect to you that all the people that you're naming are truly the most intelligent comedians, you know, like um, the the, the, the truth tellers, you know, and that's. Truth tellers. I, I love, I love that, that title for comedians, you know, especially like the really, really great ones, you know. Right. Yeah. Why, that's the what they are. And that's why they don't get in trouble. I mean, how on earth could Dave Chappelle get away with the things that he's saying unless it's the hundred percent truth, you know? And so you can't exactly. deny it, You know? Um crazy. actually I got I was um as you know I'm originally from DC area and oh, nice. in a matter in a matter of literally four weeks, I don't know how the stars align, but I saw Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, and Dave Chappelle all they wow. all came to DC. We wow. have warner theater mgm and and then Jeez. kevin hart had the capital one right. rock concert you know massive uh, and like rock and dave concert. chappelle's was at it's called warner theater and it's only 50 i mean i say only but it's like 1500 people but like <laughs> you know 100 feet apart i mean like it was so hodamuni and like yeah I mean, it just in, these, these are all incredible people but i definitely put dave chappelle at the top and then comes chris rock in my eyes and okay the, as far as the, as far as the live that i saw yeah. in that in that month you know right Wow, Either way, great. they're all legend, all legendary. But, that's great. Uh, enough about me. So uh, <laughs> when it comes to writing jokes, when it comes to writing jokes, man, like what's and first of all, you know what? People don't really understand or appreciate just how much work goes into every single video that people like you put up. You know, so uh, it's it's a lot of tedious work, a lot of time consuming work. What when, when like how do you write your jokes? Is it like you constantly have a journal next to you and you know where do you get your inspiration from? Where when is your writing time? What's the thought process?
1: So this is random, but I literally get inspiration from, like, anything. Like, it could just pop into my mind at any second. I could be walking down the street, looking at a tree. I could be in the shower. I could be eating uh, rice. And then random thoughts will pop in my mind, and I'm like, oh, that'll that'll be funny. And I immediately stop what I'm doing, and I pull out my phone, write it into my notes. I have a section in my notes called stand-up material for my Mm stand-up. Uh, I wrote down like um, premises that I think are funny there and then video ideas in another folder. It's just massive. Just a long ass list. And yeah, it's most, not most, but some of them are like trash. I look back like afterwards and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like this isn't funny. But like at the at the time, I think it's funny. I'm like, just in case, I'll write it down because you never know, right? Because sometimes there's been things I write down uh, and then like within that week or whatever, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, well, there's nothing really here. But then like, Two months later, a year later, some other inspiration comes in. I'm like, oh, that would tie in well with this one, with this idea. And I mix them together, and then it becomes a fucking solid piece of content. So I write down everything and anything in my notes, whether I think it's funny or not, just in case it becomes good. And then, yeah, um, actually for stand-up, I never really sat down and actually wrote jokes for, like, the bits I had. I kind of, like, usually just went up and worked them out on stage On the spot pretty much so because i'm more of a performer than i'm a writer like i really like i love just kind of like working out stuff on stage and like on the spot which is a big challenge and i should be writing more which i am now but um my process is more so just like kind of like having the premise and then going up and on stage and doing it for videos i do write about more because it's just better and easier to film and Yeah, uh, that's pretty much
0: it's 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 I was gonna actually ask you like under the comedy umbrella There's there's skits there's stand-up. There's all this kind of stuff. What is what is your ultimate goal? Or what is your favorite? Like what is the one that if you could only do one type of comedy that it would be just that?
1: Um, Honestly stand-up. I love stand-up so much Mm -hmm. Uh, even though I'm not even like I'm no nowhere near where I want to be or the best at all or even a pro yet, but um, just the, the rush you get from being on stage and hearing people laugh live in front of your face. It, there's no other feeling like that, and I miss that the most. Especially now during quarantine, I'm stuck in my basement, and instead I gotta <laughs> hear zero laughter on my live streams. <laughs> well, here I'll
0: laugh for um, you. Hey,
1: hey always, thanks, yeah, thank you. you. You're the first. You're the first laugh I've heard in months. Um, so. <laughs> That, stand-up is definitely number one. I love, st- I still love making videos, though. Like, it's been like six years since I've started. I, every day I love making videos. But stand-up is definitely the best.
0: Uh, Nima, why, why why is it so important for you to make people happy
1: and make them laugh? Because uh, I I just, I grew up kind of, just that's just my personality. I've, my mom's the same way. She's always been a loving kind of, very bubbly fun person to be around and everyone likes her and because she's so nice and generous but also she loves having fun and you know making people laugh joking around shooting the shit like but Persians in general I like that and like mm-hmm. I'm lucky to be Persian because a lot of Persian people are gen- genuinely just it's in their blood to just kind of like be jokey and like always joke around with their friends right like I'm sure you yeah. have the same experience right. um, and so it's kind of like an advantage in a way having that already and I could I just it just kinda of stood out more for me as a kid, obviously, like I mentioned before. And um it nothing brings me more joy than making someone else laugh or making making their day better or inspiring them to do better. Uh it's just who I am and who I've become. So I love that. Man. That's my favorite thing.
0: That's beautiful. And um just to sidetrack for one second, have you seen yeah. Dave Chappelle's uh when he got the Mark Twain Award? Uh, have you seen that special yet for
1: Dave Chappelle? Um when he went up and did the speech?
0: So, so there's a whole, there's a Kennedy center gives the Mark Twain award every year to like the, the best, um, entertainer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And this, and this past year, Dave Chappelle got it. So there was a whole program, like one or two hours. I highly recommend you watch it. The way you're talking about your mom, there's a beautiful part at the end where he, you know, pays respect to his mom and he was there. It's, it's a really great relationship. And I, and Mm. I hope that as you continue to grow your career, that your mom influences you as much, uh, and brings you that joy that you you know use as fuel to yeah. then make other people happy. Um, 100%. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get another laugh uh, in by, <laughs> by showing uh, the Persian Uber. Uh, oh, baby. So we're going to do that and we'll come back. We're going to have a nice fun game of rapid fire. Uh, stick with us and Nimana. Yeah. Toronto.
1: Is this back Yes,
2: Bobak Mark Thank you. Thank man. you very much, buddy. Yeah, found you. Not going too far. Just a party about five miles. Away. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. I was just wondering if you don't mind, can we play some like more mainstream, some music that's like. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. Thank you, man. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, back. Back. Yeah. Back. yeah, yeah, what? I said mainstream music. What, what was that? Yeah, that's Black Cat. Black Cat? Yes. No, something more
1: American. Uh huh. They were
2: in uh, Glendale last summer.
1: Oh, they played in Glendale. Listen, uh, can we just play um, like top forty? Something that's on the radio currently. Oh yeah. In
2: America. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, just I have something. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. What is this? What is what? Me. Yeah, what? What? What is this? Lady Gaga. That was Lady Gaga. Yeah, that's uh Lady Gugush, the original Lady Gaga. Lady Gugush? Yes, okay. boy. Alright. Uh, can you do something for me? What? It's not very far of a drive. Let's play something we both can enjoy. Bruce Springsteen, please. Like I'm gonna be very Oh, with you. Bruce Springsteen, Yeah, yeah. You like, I like. I like, yeah. Both, okay. Yeah, thank good you so guy, much. yeah. Yeah, I put it right, right now. Yeah, please yeah. Please put that on. Okay, we'll shut your mouth. To okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, there we go. One, 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 one what was that that's not bruce springsteen yes it is you promised me bruce springsteen that's yes the one thing i asked that was him that was andy he's the uh, bruce springsteen of iran buddy okay you know what i'm just gonna walk you why? can have fun with andy and lady gugush and all that are you crazy why yeah. where are you going one star one me. star are you stupid i'm not stupid <laughs> you're stupid fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah fuck much baba ah <laughs>
0: All right. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed that laugh. I, I watched that clip earlier today. Got a good laugh at it for sure. Um, all right. So um, what I want to do now with you, my friend, is a game of rapid fire. I want people to get to know you even more than they already have so far. That's yeah, for the sure. Question, the question is, Nemo, are you ready for this?
1: Let's get it. I'm
0: going to get I'm going to ask some good questions for you, man. Let's do it. Uh, if you don't answer within five seconds, we're going to the next
1: question. Wow. So, uh, okay. It is, right, it is rapid
0: it. fire. Let's What's the it. best part about living in Toronto area?
1: The diversity, one hundred percent, being uh, learning other people's cultures and just um, yeah, being educated on every every single background.
0: What's the worst part about living in Toronto, if anything?
1: The the passive aggressive people on the streets.
0: <laughs> so they're not as nice as advertised. No, hundred
1: percent, no, no.
0: What's the last song you downloaded on your iTunes or Spotify? Whatever. What kind of music do you jam to?
1: Oh, all house music, baby. EDM, house music, tech house, all that good stuff. Dude, dude, dudes
0: What's your uh, favorite word?
1: Is that poise. too easy to a question? Oh, poise. poise. I thought you yeah. were gonna be a
0: stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was next. That was next. Next one up. Uh, poise, oh. huh? Interesting yeah. word. Poise. Yes.
0: Who's the funniest person you know?
1: <sighs> Amir K.
0: <laughs> wow, you guys are are you guys just reciprocating love here on my podcast? I don't know maybe
1: yeah but it's the first one that popped in my mind so
0: I love it man but you know what this is what I actually love and appreciate not even just about comedy uh comedians Iranian but comedians in general you guys are a fraternity or slight sorority camaraderie yeah. that really really look out for each other I mean I'm sure there's some for the most you part know, yeah. you know bullshit here but 100%. but in general especially well then you know what I can speak on the Iranians like All the Iranians that I've been friends with, man, like it's a beautiful thing. Like I'm proud to see that camaraderie, at least amongst the Iranian American Canadian ones. All all that
1: I've seen, you know. For sure. Who do you who do you admire the most? Kobe Bryant. Not even a question.
0: His his passing really affected me. It really, man. man, That
1: was that was. I cried. I cried all week, man. The first week, I cried all week. Yeah, uh, and it's still it's, it's still get emotional, man. Sometimes thinking about every it.
0: time Vanessa puts a post up, man, like it, yeah. it gets to me so badly. I, I mean, know that's truly unfair, truly unfair. Seriously, but, but and what? I, if, go ahead.
1: And I, I, I'm I'm reading his book right now, "Mama Mentality," and like every time I read it, I'm like, damn, like this guy was gone way too soon. Honestly, he's yeah. provi- provide provided so much value for the world, and um, yeah, there's not gonna be. I, another person, um, I
0: do. You, do you know Patrick Beth David by any chance?
1: Patrick, Bet David,
0: yeah. So he's like, no. um, I mean, he is a major entrepreneur, but he has started like, he has a thing called Valuetainment. And okay. so he has a lot of great educational stuff to help into entrepreneurs, business owners. And he has done some of the most amazing interviews with like some really great people. And one of the last great interviews that Kobe Bryant did was with Patrick bet David. Oh really? So it's oh. one hour of gold Shit. gold really Patrick I'm yeah, la- Kobe Bryant one hour. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's the last I'm, great interview that he did.
1: Wow. Patrick, but Bede- I'm, yeah. I'm writing that down immediately. Patrick <laughs> Bede,
0: you got, you got, Yeah. You're going to love that for sure. Yeah. Wow. Um,
1: biggest pet peeve when people chew with their mouth open hundred percent.
0: Wow. You have that one ready to go. Yeah. Uh, since you're a funny guy, favorite cartoon,
1: um, <laughs> uh, family guy or the Simpsons.
0: Oh, very nice. Okay. Right. Um, What's your life motto? Do you have like a life motto?
1: Yeah. Um, believe in yourself. I love that.
0: So my nephew wanted to know, uh, he's an artist and he was actually one of my guests and he's the oh, one cool. that like six months ago I messaged you. I was like, dude, you got have the same jacket, the orange and green one and stuff. And oh, like the yeah, inverse yeah, yeah, yeah. one. So okay. uh, he, he was, we just had dinner together and he was asking, yeah. He was telling me as a joke that I should ask this, but I will ask this. He wants to know that when you take a shower, what is the first body part you wash? <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> honestly, I honestly I wash my hands first more than anything, because I'm about to oh, okay. touch my junk. Is that because of quarantine? Yeah, that too, hundred percent. No, before, post, pre, during, bro. I wash my hands first and then I touch my junk and everything, because like I don't want if it's dirty, I don't want to touch my, my 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 private parts. You know what I mean? So number one, All right. number one. Thanks for that. Yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm, wondering, right, so I'm, I'm wondering why your nephew was thinking about that, though. You know, he. That, I feel like he asked
0: that question from a lot of people. And,
1: <laughs> it's a little weird, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so funny. Um, all right, so I know you have, um, you know, you've been working really hard on creating content on a, on a more scheduled basis now, which is probably one of one of the other great things that came about your hiatus. So go ahead and just kind of tell uh, your schedule, especially the name of the one that you have on Mondays at 2 oh, yeah. p.m. Go ahead, you do your thing.
1: This isn't rapid fire anymore, is it?
0: No, it's not. I'm sorry. Rapid okay. Fire
1: is done. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good, good, what good. Because I was going to be like, damn, that's a big question to do. Quick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, on top of the, the daily what, or almost daily content I do on Instagram, uh, I have a bunch of other accounts that I'm on uh, pretty much every day. TikTok, I'm on TikTok, I'm posting different content on there. A lot of dancing, shaking my booty. You know what I mean? um nice. showing the, showing the world my hips uh and then i, I tweet a lot i got on twitter and then youtube i started uh youtube again i revamped my youtube channel i rebranded it and i have a schedule for it now every monday at 2 p.m. i have a podcast of my own and it's called finding nemo which is i think the most <laughs> fitting name possible because yeah first of all uh, it's obviously based off the movie finding nemo uh yeah. and we're very it's very relatable to me because Nemo was a, you uh, he's a, a clownfish. I'm a clown. I make people laugh. He <laughs> swam. I actually swam competitively for eight years, so oh, wow. it was pretty similar, I guess. And then, yeah, <laughs> his name's Nemo. My name's Nima. So there you go. It's um, a great name. Great name. And Then Tuesdays at two p.m. on my YouTube channel, I have a, I'll vlog all weekly, and then Thursdays at two p.m. a full-length YouTube video of, you know, comedy, obviously, and then. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome, and then you're about yeah. to
0: start like a podcast as well pretty soon too, right? Or is, or is Finding Nima the podcast? Finding Nima is the
1: podcast, yeah. That's oh, podcast. okay, cool, yeah. Monday the Tuesday. And then, so
0: ha- have you already started a, a couple
1: of episodes? Yeah, yeah. so I've, I've already released a couple episodes, two of them, okay. two, uh, two podcasts, two vlogs are already up. So the third one's coming out this Monday and Tuesday.
0: Is, is it like a particular topic or is it like um, wide-ranging? Or
1: Yeah, like- so wide. I'm just, I'm actually just like working through it right now. The first episode was literally just an introduction to me and my life and everything. Pretty much what you're asking, um, yeah. how I how I was raised, who I am, my background, where I am now, all that shit, and then um, pretty much what I want to do is it's a comedy slash just lifestyle podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be all jokey jokey for the whole podcast, but like you know, if there's a moment where I could be funny or make a joke, I will. But for the most mm-hmm. part, it's gonna be just talking about real shit or just kind of like. Um, talking about observations, weird observations I see on the streets or things I'm passionate about, I'll, um, a couple of rants. And then um, I'm adding in a five-minute stand-up segment every podcast as well, just trying out the newest jokes I have, brand new, all shit, but I'm going to do it. Um, just, it just to show, show what I got. And then, yeah, maybe do some it. Q&As at the end of them um, going forward, asking people on Instagram any questions they have, and then answering them on my podcast beautiful man yeah and i
0: and i highly recommend you go uh ig live more often man connecting yeah, with people I know. I, yeah uh, i do they, they they love that they do um, yeah and and then you're and in, in the near future hopefully you're going to come up with some merchandise i know you have the stupid uh, oh yeah yeah uh, for
1: hat. sure i got the <laughs> stupid hat right here bro <laughs> i love um, it man i originally made it because uh once again this was before i took the hiatus I, I i kind of got ahead of myself and i was like oh ooh sick i'm on fire let me make some merch while i can and like I was I was thinking I was uh, I was going in the wrong direction of why I made it, uh, just like to make some money. But I realized like I, now I'm, I don't really care for the money. If anything, I'm just gonna give away all I have right now and then sell merch later on in the future when I can have a bigger following.
0: Well, you know, I mean, first of all, you already have a great following, man. Maybe what you can do is you get all this merchandise out and just have a portion of it go to. Charity right now okay. and so that way you, you kind of have the satisfaction of selling the merchandise and having the good feeling of You know giving some to, per- to 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 uh, charity um, yeah, for sure, yeah. What was I gonna say man, okay, well cool. I, I know you wanted to give away some more tips uh, about uh, What we talked about earlier on about like the way the specific things that you've been doing to improve your habits and uh, In general at the end of every awesome people episode I love to give the virtual stage to my awesome people guests uh, to share whatever is in their heart in their mind and and you know make the world a better place hopefully
1: yeah definitely yeah um what what, what i did to really change my life and my perspective was um to, uh, obviously developing a morning routine which means uh waking up at the same time every morning uh for me it's waking up around 10 to 10:30 a.m um kind of like you know waking up getting out of bed going to the washroom for 15 minutes coming back meditating for 10, 15 minutes, and then doing my bed, making my bed. That's the biggest thing and the most simple thing that I've been doing that's really kind of changed the, the, the course of my day in a better way, in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um, just like it just makes you feel good, man, like just making your bed in the morning and then like, leaving knowing like, okay, it's like clean, it's, it's like good, I can leave now. It really like kind of like, it really boosts your mood a little bit. Um, I go after, after I do that, I go downstairs, I write in, a uh, my daily planner. Okay. It's, um, it's, there's like 150 pages in it and it's all scheduled already. There's like, a, um, it's already preprinted. There, there's a time from 6am all the way to 12, 12am 12 the next day uh, the next morning. So I, I schedule all my time by, by the minutes, by the hours. So I know exactly what I need to do for the rest of the day. Um, so I don't have to guess. And I actually write into my planner the night before. So when I wake up in the morning, I just open it and I look, okay, I have to do this, 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 this at this time, this, this, this this time. And this way there's no guessing. I I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't waste time. And the biggest thing I learned from writing into this planner was how much time I was wasting before. Cause Mm -hmm. now I'm scheduling shit. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I was on my phone for like four hours straight at some points before I scheduled stuff. I like, like my screen time was at like 14 hours before this, Oof. and now it's down to like you know six. Like, but you know now I'm using it for good, for for a reason, for a good purpose. And yeah, all that shit has helped me a lot. Taking vitamins has been the key to the quality of life I've had, man. Honestly, like magnesium, you'd be surprised how how many people are deficient in magnesium. That wow. has essentially helped me sleep better, and. Uh, also, along that, I've been using this app called Sleep Cycle. Sleep Cycle is, number one, it tracks your sleep while you're sleeping. You just have to turn on the, the audio and it records you while you sleep. And then when mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning, you you stop your alarm and it wakes you up in like with a... Uh, um, it doesn't oh, like, like... a gradual
0: oh, build-up, huh? A
1: gradual build-up. Because there's no... It's not like an abrupt alarm where it's like... It's like a... You know what I mean? Wait, like how? <laughs> yeah like that It's weird and creepy yeah and the best part about that is it wakes you up at your latest sleep so if you set an alarm for ten thirty a.m yeah it might not wake you up at ten thirty. It, it will wake you up within the range of 10 and ten thirty. 30. it just depends okay. on when when you're it like tracks when your latest sleep is so it wakes you up okay. when you're at your latest and not in deep sleep so it doesn't startle you yeah so that's what helps me a lot Sleep is the number one thing. And then, yeah, um, developing a night routine. Effective habit in the night, which means stop using screens for two hours before I go to sleep. Mm. Start to read a book, listen to music, brush my teeth, kind of wind down. And that has essentially made my sleep so much better, my nights so much better, and my days going forward. I have more energy. And then just like daily exercise too. Like you don't have to run. I don't just like push. I don't like force myself. To like go crazy if you can go outside for a walk if you can do two push-ups start somewhere no it's not the biggest problem people have is striving for perfection we have to strive for excellence that's the number one key right there and i can't hammer that down enough because a lot of people get discouraged after like one day of not reaching their goals and they just just stop like, oh well fuck it. i failed i guess i'm not worthy and yeah. then they just give up and they let all that hard work go for me i used to have that mindset before but now i'm looking at them like okay I tell myself I'm gonna walk every day for an hour, I do it, but for sometimes I've gone 45 minutes, 47, 36, and I'm like, I could very easily be like, oh fuck, like I, I screwed up, like yeah. I'm not walking anymore. But I look at it, I'm like, I don't judge myself. I, I'm like, okay, well, 36 minutes today, all right, well, it happens next day, pick it up, do a whole hour, you know? Like, the one number one thing is like, if you don't judge yourself, You won't judge other people too because you'll be so happy with yourself. You don't need to judge other people. And that's one thing I'm big on and has changed my mindset completely. Um, And definitely one of the biggest things that's helped me completely was reading a couple books. One in particular, uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Mm -hmm. This guy is a freak in the best possible way. His mindset is like no other – uh, I, he actually changed my life. He changed my life and my perspective on like having a, uh, like a strong mindset. Now I, I actually like don't like I used to like walk outside and like be affected by the wind hitting my face. Now I embrace it. I'm I literally go outside and I yell. I'm like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's like it's fuck, it's crazy. But like it mindset. Works. mindset, mindset is
0: mindset.
1: incredible. Yeah, hundred percent. It's mind over matter more than anything. It's all in your mind. Like literally, it's called callousing your mind. So like, making ma- making your mind tougher by like kind of like uh, pushing yourself more and more, not physically but mentally. And like every time you're struggling with something, like reach into the cookie jar of like, oh, think about all the times in the past where you had to go through tough times. When you think of that, you'll realize, oh, okay, if I got through that, I can get through this. And then you just you keep going, and that's how you push yourself more. Because a lot of people they reach their limit at forty percent. When they 60, 80, 100%, a lot of people stop at the 40%. Mark. I've realized I can go way past 40. When I run now, in, instead of stopping at 30 seconds, I'm like, oh, 30 seconds is coming. But I can still keep going. <laughs> a lot of times people convince themselves, no, I'm done, I'm tired. But you're really not. You just think you are because that's your mind telling you, no, no, please, just be comfortable. Be comfortable. Yeah. Don't, don't go anymore. Don't hurt yourself. But how are you going to grow if you don't push yourself? So that's the biggest thing for me is – Pushing yourself to to grow, to make progress, not to reach an end goal. There's no end goal here. This is a lifestyle, more than anything. Okay, like if you're if you think there's an end goal somewhere, you're done. Like there's no, you're not gonna reach anything. You're not gonna reach any. You're not gonna accomplish anything. You're just gonna like give up right away and get discouraged. But if you look at it as like a journey of, okay, I just need to make progress, your life will be so much easier, and healthier, and ultimately happier, more than anything. And that's the number one thing, man. So your awesome, happiness comes, with, comes from within and not from outside. So
0: man, what well, well, Nima, the world is a better place. The fact that you were able to kind of do a reset, restart, refresh, and that you were able to share that with your followers. And I, I, I wish you continued success, my friend. You're definitely going the right direction now, and I'm happy for you. And you. I can't wait to see you on stages around the world. And uh, appreciate you making time tonight. And make sure you say hi to your family. Take
1: care of yourselves
0: and uh, stay healthy, man. Hopefully, see you soon.
1: Yeah, thank you, Iman. Thanks for having me and uh, stay safe. Much love, man. Take care. Good night. All right, take care.